News Talk, 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN, the News Talk giant of North Alabama, and the biggest show on the afternoons in North Alabama is this one, Proud of It, Right Side Radio, where we like to say we are solid, conservative, and just plain right. Hey, Phil Williams here hosting, as always, Monday through Friday, 2 to 5. And listen, if you uh, if you listen to us on AM or FM, great, but if you're driving and you wind up heading sort of out of the, the listening range, just understand you can, you can listen to us live streaming online. I got folks all over the state, all over the nation, really, they're listening to the show and and all you got to do is go to rightsideradio.org and click listen live and keep going hey uh before i go to our next guest who i'm glad to have on but before i go to it i got to tell you about my friends out at otter creek farm i love that place i've been out there so many times my wife and i were out there recently they're doing a summer dinner series now this is a hunting destination it's a wedding venue it's hundreds of acres of manicured grounds it's got beautiful facilities sit by the uh, infinity pool look at the sunset all said and done, it is amazing. But the food, oh my gosh, the food. So this summer dinner series we're doing, a five-course dinner on Thursday evenings with a wine pairing for each course. And I'm not that sophisticated, but I felt like a king that night. And, of course, I impressed Charlene because I took her to a dinner like this. Go, go check them out. Otter Creek Farm is the name. Otter Creek Farmstead, that's the website, ottercreekfarmstead.com. You'll, you'll be amazed. And I'm glad to bring on somebody who came on the show once before. Uh, Mr. Carlos Matthews is the District 5 board member for the Huntsville City School District. And, uh, and, and we, he came on uh, just a few weeks ago. We talked about the mask mandate uh, that was put in place at the time. Huntsville City School Systems was one of the few in the state that had chosen to do so. Uh, and they have um, now become, uh, well, they're, they're, they're among more, let's put it that way. Roughly a third of the state's uh, school systems have now uh, put a mandatory mask mandate in place. So, Mr. Carlos Matthews is with us. Mr. Matthews, thank you again for joining us here on Right Side Radio. Hey, good afternoon, Phil. How are you doing? I'm well, sir. I'm well. And, uh, and I want to thank you again for coming on. You've been, you've been uh, good to be very accessible. And uh, uh, certainly appreciate the fact that even when we may or may not agree on something, that the conversation still flows, because I think people need to hear your perspective. So let me ask you this. First of all, the mask mandate <coughs> is in place. I think you all started school last week, didn't you? Yeah, we started on Wednesday. On Wednesday, okay. Uh, has there been any um, any more um, pro or con discussion? I mean, has there been any more pushback, or I guess what I'd say, or parents expressing their discontent, or has it been all smooth sailing? Oh, we've always had, you know, parents uh, discontent. We've got emails every day uh, with different opinions, statistics, and so forth. So uh, that's probably going to be there for a long time. Well, I suspect it will, um, and, and, and I, I don't think those are entirely unfounded. There's a recent study in the uh, New England Journal of Medicine that says that there's very little correlation between masking and incidence of COVID among children, um, and, and, and that's out there. And then you'll find just as quickly, you'll find something else like Dr. Fauci saying that mask them up. you got to mask them because it'll help. Uh, I, I did my opening monologue today on the fact that the information out there is so conflicting that you have to do real research to get to a point where you know what's what. But here's my, my question for true. you, Mr. Yeah, yeah, and here's my question for you, Mr. Matthews. I won't opine too much, but um, one of the questions I had for you before was that when you set the mask mandate in place, that I don't recall seeing anything that said, here's when we'll review it, or here's what the milestone is that we're trying to achieve. Is there any indication among the board as to when this will change or when you'll make a decision about whether it will change? So they review the uh, COVID number pretty much every day. Uh, so it's an ongoing process. It's not like we wait between board, me board meetings to make those decisions. So the, the superintendent and her staff review this information every day. Uh, they're working with the Alabama Department of Health 
uh, to get those numbers and make those decisions. So right now there, we are still in high risk in the state of Alabama and definitely in Madison County. So until that begins to change and those numbers begin to drop, the decision will probably be the same. Okay. So there's not actually like a, no, there's no, no target range you're trying to get into or a, like, like for instance, the Baldwin County schools, when they, when they enacted their policy, they said, we are doing this until Labor Day, at which point we will have an official review and determine what we're going to do next. So they put like a calendar date on when they were going to take their next official action. Has there been any calendar date for y'all to work with? Uh, no, because we're constantly reviewing those numbers, so there's no need to put a, a, a fictitious date on the calendar when we'll do something because we're doing it on a daily basis and a weekly basis. Okay, but is there a target range y'all are trying to achieve? I mean, I know you're monitoring the numbers, and I get that. I mean, I'm looking at usafacts.org, which tracks CDC numbers on Alabama, which for, for some reason has not been updated in over a week. But um, but all said and done, there's numbers that are out there. We can see them every day. What are the numbers telling you? Because in military parlance, when I used to do military planning at a staff level, we, we operate under what we call phase lines. We, 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 we would go into an operation and we would say, when we reach phase line blue, we call it in, we know where we are on the battlefield, and then phase line red would be next. All I'm saying is, have you set phase lines, things you're trying to achieve, or are you just monitoring? We're just in the monitoring phase at this point. So there is no metric that's actually said that says, hey, we turn off the mask and everything goes back to normal at this particular time. You know, we're looking at the numbers, you know, Huntsville Hospital numbers are, are on the, in, the increase as far as inpatients with the COVID virus and those that are actually on the ventilators. Uh, across the state of Alabama, that's what we're seeing. So the rise is there for the COVID. Uh, until we see that peak and begin to go down the other side, you know, I don't see anything changing. Okay. All right. Fair enough. I'll, I'll let that question go. Now, and I need to ask you this. Um, there was an interesting uh, thing that, that broke here on our show uh, Friday afternoon. For state personnel, not, not necessarily school, but for state personnel, like those who work for the Department of Corrections or the Finance <coughs> or Treasury or whatever, for state personnel, they've got some new um, COVID policies in place, one of which is if you have not had the vaccination, that if you get sick, you will not be allowed to work remotely regardless of your symptoms, whereas if you have had the vaccination and you still get sick, you're allowed to work remotely. In other words, non-vaccinated have to burn leave, vaccinated do not, uh, which is really treating people differently. Um, my understanding, though, from a caller that we had on Friday who has a spouse that works in the Huntsville City School System is that there is a similar policy in place. Now, I know that Classroom instructors can't necessarily work remotely unless they're doing virtual schooling, but other personnel, support personnel certainly. Is there a policy in place that says that you'll treat the vaccinated different than the non-vaccinated in the Huntsville City Schools? We do not have any policy that states that we'll treat vaccinated and unvaccinated any differently. Uh, if you remember, not too long ago, they uh, enacted a, a, a bill in Montgomery that forbids you for even asking if somebody's been vaccinated or not. So, we do not have a policy like that in Hustle City Schools. Okay. Now, the Attorney General, yeah, he did come out and expand on that and, uh, and, and, and came on the show actually yesterday and talked about it. Now, but one of the things that has also been determined, though, is that an employer is allowed to mandate the vaccine. So has the Huntsville City Schools decided if they're going to mandate the vaccine for uh, city school employees? Uh, we, are, we have not made any decision uh, to mandate that to employees right now. It's their choice. Uh, and as far as I know, we have not had any discussions or plans to have discussions in that manner. 
Okay. All right. Fair enough. And uh, all right, folks, you heard it here. It's uh, Mr. Carlos Matthews, who's uh, uh, on the Huntsville City School Board, uh, giving us a straight skinny uh, on what they're doing uh, with regards to masking and vaccination mandates. Um, well, well, listen, uh, there's, there's been another development in, um, in, in, a, in a totally separate subject. So I'm going to I'm going to switch gears on you here, um, Mr. Matthews. One of the things that's happening around the nation is there's been a lot of talk about critical race theory, and I'm sure you've heard the buzz. Um, and it's been something that has been said is not in our our school systems, uh, K-12, um, and yet there are evidences of it that pop up uh, in, in isolated incidents, um, one of which most recently is that uh, the National Teachers Union has said they intend to defend and promote the idea of, of uh, critical race theory being uh, taught. Uh, another is that the ACLU uh, took issue with a letter that was actually signed by me that uh, requested the state school board consider banning the use of critical race theory in any K-12 uh, curriculum. And so it's, it's definitely got some traction even in Alabama. And then most recently, uh, the Mountain Brook school system. Parents discovered that a program called No Place for Hate by an organization known as the Anti-Defamation League had been used to train over 500 instructors in the Mountain Brook school system. And after a very contentious meeting uh, with the school board, the school board decided to terminate their relationship with that curriculum. The only school system in the state that now uses it is the Huntsville City School System. Are you aware of that? Yes, we use No Place for Hate, but it's it's it is not teaching critical race theory at all. And in Huntsville City Schools and most schools, all schools in the state of Alabama, through K through 12, 12 uh, critical race theory is not being taught. That is more of a college level course and for civil rights lawyers. So you probably know about that yourself. Well, and, and I have heard that. In fact, uh, two of the founders of critical race theory actually work at the University of Alabama now, uh, Mr. Richard Delgado and his wife, Jean Stefanczyk. Um, but, but that being said, the Anti-Defamation League is an organization that, that literally has curriculum, the no place for hate being one. They have another that describes the fact that gender is merely a feeling that you can choose, another one that describes racism as being a construct of white privilege. I mean, this is an organization that's got some very – um, uh, controversial and some would call them very progressive liberal uh, ideologies and yet they are implementing uh, this right now in the according to your own website Huntsville City Schools is using the No Place for Hate Anti-Defamation League uh, instructions and, and it does contain uh, theories of uh, equity diversity which those words can be good but they can also be distorted well, we talk about equity and diversity all the time. Uh, you know, Huntsville City Schools is still under a desegregation order uh, here. So that's one of those topics that are discussed quite frequently in Huntsville City Schools. But as far as, as, as teaching that, uh, that it, the white race is the reason why this and that has happened, that is not what we're teaching in Huntsville City Schools at all. Okay. Has there been any discussion at the board about taking a second look at uh – uh, Anti-Defamation League or this uh, No Place for Hate uh, curriculum since the Mountain Brook system has rejected it most recently? Uh, not to my knowledge. We haven't had any discussions about that or plan to have any discussions about it. Okay. Uh, do you have a copy of the actual curriculum yourself? Have you reviewed it? I have a copy that I have in my email, and I have looked at it. And the curriculum that we're using, we did not teach that in Oslo City Schools. Uh, you, you don't teach the no place for hate, or you don't teach uh, the. We don't teach some of these other topics that you were discussing uh, in Huntsville City Schools. Okay, 
Well, and Mr. Matthews, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. And, and, uh, and I think there might be further discussion, and I hope you'll be open to the idea of talking with me about it. Uh, this will always be a show where you're allowed to say your side of the story as much as anything. Uh, but uh, for today, uh, I certainly appreciate you coming on and giving us some time to talk about masking and about uh, the potential for concerns about uh, a curriculum with critical race theory being uh, a topic uh, nationwide. So thank you, sir, for your time. We really appreciate you being on the show on Right Side Radio today. All right. Have a good day. All right, sir. You too. Folks, that was Mr. Carlos Matthews, the District 5 board member for the uh, Huntsville City School System. All right, folks, we're taking a break. News Talk 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN, Right Side Radio. We'll be right back.